0: Hey, John, you there? How's it going, Joel? Hey, man, I'm good. Can you hear me okay?
1: So, welcome to the first... Yes, I can, actually. Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Sweet. So, welcome to the first ever guest episode of the Untamed Adventures of the Blind Donkey Runner podcast. I know that's a mouthful.
0: (laughs) Thanks for having me on, man. I feel very honored.
1: I, uh, like, I, I, I'm sure you know, I've listened to a lot of your episodes, and I thought you were one of the cool people to have on here, because I have a lot of respect for you Thanks and your man. podcast. That means a lot, and I appreciate Thank you listening. Uh, so, uh, what what
0: started your interest in baseball? And then I'll go uh, off from there. Well, I'd probably say it was my grandfather. He got me into baseball. Um, I, I, my father, not really a big baseball fan, but he's from St. Louis and uh, the fans in St. Louis are, are uh, real. I mean, it, they're, they're huge. It's a huge baseball city. So, um, that right. kind of influenced me at younger age, a little bit. We'd go to Cardinals games, but my grandfather was my biggest influence, which was my mom's dad. And, uh, He would uh, take Mm. me to baseball games. He watched the Braves every night. And then with TBS, having the Braves on every night, uh, you know, I got to watch that. Even though I I wasn't living in Georgia when I first got into the Braves, so having TBS was huge. But uh, my grandfather was a huge baseball fan. He got me into them. And uh, he had a connection with the Braves trainer. I I believe it's Jeff uh, Porter. Oh, wow. That's his name um so he would he would trade that sounds yeah my grandfather worked for a tobacco company and and always had like samples of tobacco and dip so he would trade the tobacco and dip to the trainer and i'd we'd get like tickets and uh braves gear and autographs so that really kind of was my uh, entrance into becoming a diehard fan Um, what era of the Braves was this? It, uh, it was like around in... like the mid-late 80s when they were really bad. Uh, but, I, I mean, <laughs> as a kid, I didn't really know the difference of uh, really watching a bad team. Right. I was a huge Del Murphy fan and uh, was just a, just a fan of the Braves. You know, I wasn't really... Obviously, at that time, to win a World Series because I didn't know any difference, but uh, they, were pre- they were pretty right. bad then. And then <laughs> thankfully, you know, the 90s came along. I guess, fortunately,
1: I, I grew up in the 90s when all I knew was the Braves were going to yeah. win. I, 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 I don't have a reference
0: point of the 80s when they were yeah, and what, what I think happened with a lot of fans like your age group, I think they got really spoiled. And, I mean, heck, I was probably even spoiled too because you sit there and go, are they ever going to uh, win again? And you knew it was going to happen at some point. And I think people kind of got spoiled and was kind of used to it and took things for granted. It was always winning, uh, at least at least the National League championship. Uh, So, but, yeah, I kind of went back to those old days. I'll admit, I
1: I was one of those people because I was a kid. You know, I was 15, 16, and I was like, oh, I'm I'm just used to the Braves winning. And when they didn't, I was like, what's wrong?
0: Yeah, but but fortunately, (laughs) it looks like baseball is coming back, so it will be a big – big different season going on or a big difference in the season, so hopefully everything...
1: That's, that's a yeah. question I have for you Okay, well, we can talk this. about
0: that later, but uh, I know um, that news kind of just broke recently, so thankfully. Yeah, I was going to
1: get your opinion on that as well. Um, your story kind of matches up with mine when it comes to the grandfather. Uh, I only had the Braves influence. I, uh, I remember you know, I'm visually impaired, so I, I, I would just listen to games. And I remember as like an eight-year-old, seven-year-old kid hearing the ball went out of play, and I was like, oh, they hit a home run. No, that was a foul ball. I, I didn't really know any better until my grandfather taught me the game. And, I mean, there for a while, I, would, with him, I wouldn't watch baseball, watch baseball with anybody but him. And I'd even watch college baseball or any kind of baseball I get my hands on with my grandfather. So he 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 kind of got me to love the game and um, love the Braves. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of uh, funny
0: that you know I've I've heard from quite a few people it's it's the grandfather that that got them into baseball and it's always cool to hear those kind of stories to relate to. Um, I, I have a question for you. You're talking about you know I know that you're you have some a visual impairment, but does that um, does that kind of when you're watching a Braves game? I guess quotation marks there. <laughs> do you prefer to actually listen to it on the radio because they're a little more descriptive uh, of yeah. what's going on?
1: Yes, most definitely. That
0: I will doesn't... not.
1: I the whole Fox Sports Southeast not being on Dish does or yeah, Dish doesn't bother mm-hmm. me because I can just turn on MLB at bat and listen to. The radio broadcast. Um, yeah,
0: my wife's yeah, well, like,
1: "Why do you listen to it?" And I was like, "I just get so much more yeah, detail uh, out of it.
0: It's more descriptive." Yeah, uh, and uh, you know, back in the '90s too, with with even the, I know they would switch, go from TV to to radio back and forth, but we had a really good uh, announced announcing, you know, announcers uh, with with um, you know Skip Carey and. Um, you know pete pete been wearing it just all i mean we had some really great guys calling the game i
1: think that's another thing that we got
0: spoiled on as our
1: broadcasters
0: yeah and i know i know people are very uh they they jump on the guys whoever's in the booth now and i mean i don't have a problem with them i i I think jeffrey and core's doing a great job for one and uh uh, Joe Simpson was fine with me and, and people get, I don't know, you know, people got a nitpick about everything, but I think we've always had some pretty good announcers. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think it'll ever get better than the ones we used to have that are no longer with us. No, though, but. No. I mean,
1: I've kind of been spoiled, not even the Braves, but with other like Larry Munson as a dog, you know, yeah, I, true. that was, that was George's version of Skip Carey.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's true. You can't say that though, about, you know, like NFL, you don't have that connection because, uh, unless you're listening to it, maybe, but, uh, that's something that's unique with baseball. Uh, NBA may be a little bit different, uh, but, uh, baseball, you have those guys, you know, are going to announce all your games with the way TV deals are and everything. But, um, you know, football, they have Fox or CBS and, Whoever they put in there is calling is calling your team's games, and uh, it's it's definitely more unique with baseball. That's one one other thing that I love about baseball.
1: So, um, if you could not listen to the Braves on the radio, what broadcaster of the of
0: the other teams would you listen to? Uh, for other teams, um, yes, sir. Yeah. I don't really know if i I don't know if there's anybody I, I like uh, Jason Benetti with the White sox. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. I, I, I like what he you know first time I saw him, I'm like something looks a little uh, different with this guy, you know he I, I didn't know his history, and I think I know he has some um some disabilities too, and uh, oh wow. yeah, and and he's really interesting. <laughs> Uh but he I, I really I really enjoy his passion and the way he calls games. Uh for newer announcers, uh old announcers, you know, uh you know the, the, the typical guys, the uh Vin Scully and you know the they you could just listen to that guy uh just with all oh, the yeah. history and stories. Um, but I, I don't really pay too much attention to other other broadcasters, because if I'm watching a Braves game, I'm listen. I'm listening to our, our broadcasters.
1: Right. Um, Hawk Harrelson comes to mind for me. Yeah. Uh, now he was the he was the White Sox,
0: correct? Yeah, he was with the White Sox. I guess retired about what uh, last season or two, but yeah, he talked about a big homer for the team. Man, he, he, he. You know, he he said <laughs> everything he thought, and uh, if you're a White Sox fan, you really like that. <laughs>
1: I mean, his home run call, I will do it now if I'm just playing around. I will say it the way he said
0: it, and my wife's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, I get stuck in your head, man. It's definitely one of those uh, where uh, you know it's him.
1: Yeah, definitely. You said Vince Scully, and I really enjoy his call too. Um, uh, But like you said, there's not going to be anybody that we will find like Skip Carey and – uh, Pete and Don and Joe. Um, so, what what keeps you interested in baseball? Like the strategy of it, the players' combination.
0: Uh, it's just uh, it's not really strategy that doesn't really do much for me. But in uh, baseball, it's just something I, I don't know. Uh, how to really explain it. It's just uh, such a passion and love I have for the game. You get connected to the players on your team. Uh, you're pulling for them. Uh, it's not just – I mean, the, and they do have to work together. You, you can, it's not like the NBA where if you have one all-star, you are you can ride on them and, and, and be a great team. Uh, you can be a great yeah. player on a baseball team, but you still have to have other, other – um, players on the team that that do their part um but just right. i, I yeah. love the energy of it uh i don't mind the time frame that a game takes uh but uh, it, it's just something uh, you get connected to and uh it's really hard it's kind of hard to put to words uh, honestly i never really thought about it uh it's just you know it's like yeah. It's almost like a tradition. It's like a family tradition that's passed down, and I'm trying to pass down that tradition to my kids—the uh, love of baseball.
1: I can see that. I agree. With, I agree with you on that. Um, you're talking about the connection. I—that's uh, why I like the minor league baseball um, platform. I mean, I—I've gotten autographs from the guys at Rome this year. I'm actually. Um, some of the guys actually follow me on social media, and I've actually had a conversation with a couple of them off, out of the stadium. I mean, and it, that makes me feel really special. It's really cool to have a conversation with them
0: when they're not even, it's not even in season. Yeah, it's it's, it's cool to have those. Um, and and you're right about minor, like even with minor league baseball, you, you're even more connected because it's a smaller atmosphere. Uh, before COVID, you could go down there and mingle with them, basically talk to them, get their autograph. You're right there. You can, um, you have that that more of a connection. It's an affordable connection too because it's not skyrocket oh, yeah. prices. And, and you know, you listen to my show, so I'm pretty bummed that they're trying to take the Chattanooga lookouts where I live at away, which to me makes no <clears throat> sense for at least that team. Uh, well, yeah, but too. Uh, I I, I, Don't yeah, get on I on that one. but you know, that's even that's even talking about that connection. It's a smaller crowd, it's more intimate, and uh, and I love minor league baseball too, just as much. And I never, I wasn't that way until I moved to Chattanooga. I really didn't, never been to a minor league baseball game until I moved here, and uh. Then you start getting to the Braves' prospects and all these other prospects coming up, and you get excited about it, and you really hope these guys do something, and they do well. You're pulling for them. You know, it's it's kind of strange. You're like,
1: right now, you see the guys we just drafted, and you're hoping they do great, but then you look at what we have up, like double-A, triple-A, and even the majors, you're like, well, dang it! Something's got to give because we already have superstars up there. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of sad, but in a way, it's kind of awesome.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, if you know you're know you gonna have a Acuna out there and, and these other guys, and it's it's tough to. I mean, that's why baseball's the toughest sport, uh, even to get to the MLB. Uh, but and there's only a certain amount of spots that you have, and and you, and I think that's one of the reasons that uh, they're they're wanting to get rid of some of the minor league t- teams and and getting rid of uh, you know some of these guys that well they don't have a chance ever to play in the major leagues, and and maybe that kind of benefits them in a way. But uh, yeah, I know what you're saying.
1: I mean, like, for instance, uh, the shortstop we just signed out of Georgia. I mean, obviously, I'm a huge fan of his because he was at Georgia. But the shortstop we drafted last year, I, I've got his autograph. I've got a picture with him. I've got his rookie card. I mean, I'm a huge fan of his as well. So, I'm like, I'm kind of torn who I want to make it.
0: Yeah, I, I'm with you. I pull, I pull for all these guys. Yeah. You know, I get excited about thinking about Bryce Ball. And, you know, he's a first baseman. And unless they are going to do the DH rule, which I hope they do, uh, in my opinion. But, um you know, yeah Freddie Freeman.
1: I think that is an actual rule for – I think that actually is a
0: rule for – well, at they, least for
1: this year and next year. It was supposed to be.
0: That. And then they – uh with all the back and forth, uh, I think they decided they're not going to do some of that stuff. But – uh you know, I'm rooting oh, okay. for a guy like Bryce Ball to make it to the, to the MLB and, and the Braves, but Freddie Freeman's got that position locked down. He is. Yeah, he is. yeah, I saw, I saw him. He is. I saw him in Rome <laughs> game last, uh, I guess, yeah, last season. And, uh, yeah, I was like, dang, that, that dude is, is gigantic. But uh,
1: I, I was actually talking to Ricky DeVito um, behind the, like, when he was – scouting, or the pitchers, or charting, yeah, I, charting is what they call it, and I was, was standing there, and I watched, or, well, listened to Bryce Ball hit his first home run, it was, and it, the sound of, off his bat was incredible, it crack,
0: yeah, I, it was, uh, it was impressive, you are talking about that, that's the other cool thing about a minor league baseball game, you can go sit, if you sit in the right spot behind home plate, sometimes you're, you're sitting right next to the players, I, uh, I sat right next to Sean Newcomb at a Lookouts Mississippi Braves game one time, and uh, and some other guys, and, and that's yeah, it's so cool. You're like, dang, I'm sitting right next to this big prospect, you know, and uh, it's so cool. Mhm. Funny story about
1: that. I was walking. my My wife stood at the end of the row, and she said, "He's right there." Well, I walked down there and. I'm not sure who he, which one it is because, like again, I'm blind. So I was like Ricky, I, I, and he doesn't turn around. But turns out I'd walked up to the other opponent, like the guy, the team we were playing, yeah. their guys. Yeah. <laughs> and it was kind of embarrassing. And then he looks up, he's like, "I'm down here." I was like,
0: "Oh, okay." Look, uh, <laughs> my bad, my bad. Just testing you.
1: My bad, dude. My wife's never to you. Uh, by mistake. Yeah. I'm blind. <laughs> hey, we laugh about it gym, now. Man.
0: Excuse. Yeah. Um,
1: see, I, I like the stra- – I think it's the strategy and when to pull what player, when to pull what card in a game. Um, I mean, I love the, the pastime, the tradition, the chill, like – atmosphere of a a game, because it's not like football where it's bam, 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 go, go, go. It's not like basketball where you're constantly having to focus. Baseball is just like, oh, okay, I can chill and not miss much. You know, It's but then you blink and Acuna stole second base. Yeah,
0: and and that's something about baseball. Like, I want to have every game on every night when the game's on. And – Attention mm-hmm. to the game because I, you know, three hours, but it's, it's almost like background noise or just you have it on, even you may be doing something else, and, um, it's not where you constantly have to focus on it. Not, not that I'm saying anything is bad with that, but it, it it's kind of just more laid back, chill, and then, um, you know, and it, it can go any way because you could be up eight runs, and the other team could come back. So, uh, you know, the, that kind of stuff happens. But you got Luke Jackson out there; he may dominate, and then he may walk fifteen guys, and and who knows? Make you have a heart attack. <laughs> I remember my, my blood pressure probably went up. That's
1: hey, he got most of he, most of yeah. the time he was he was pretty dominant
0: yeah i i like luke jackson he he i know he frustrates a lot of people but uh i think uh with him being in not maybe the the pressured role of being the closer um i hope he finds success because the guy he he strikes people out man but he also oh yeah he just he has bad luck he just it's like guys yeah, just bloop him bloop'em bloop', him, bloop him. and uh and, and, and then and then he walks some batters, but uh, you yeah. know, hey, baseball's not easy. But uh, I, I like no. Luke. I, mean, I like having Luke Jackson there, and, and thank God with the, with the season, suppose, you know, starting, we'll at least get to see the bullpen that uh, Toppy put together at least, hopefully for sixty oh, yeah. games. I've
1: probably I've almost forgot about who we had, but we oh, had well. Will Smith in the off season. I remember that trade. I remember that deal.
0: Yeah, Will Smith and and. and Man, I mean, uh, we got a lot of, of good bullpen pieces there and, uh, you know, something I mentioned on my latest podcast was kind of predicting that uh, maybe I, 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 wouldn't be surprised if it was like the Rays and, and the Braves playing in the world series because of the way. See, the that, would really cool. it, yeah, it, it, that would be really cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. I think cool. that'd be really, I think it'd be a good possibility. Um, yeah. I just think because the way the the, the bullpen and uh, everything is set up, I think uh, I mean that's how the Rays have been playing. I think they're good. I think they're they're set up for a sixty game season perfectly. And uh, that and that's the mm-hmm. other thing, man. We got uh, uh, we got some guys that should be healed up from their injuries now too. So hopefully, uh, with like Cole Hamels and Cole Hamels. Uh you know, another guy people probably forgot that we have and almost you know, hopefully uh, Azuna does better than he was in spring training and uh that pays off.
1: Hope his face is okay.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, we won't go <laughs> did there. You, did
0: you hear that story? Uh <laughs> with with his wife. Yeah. Yeah, I remember reading about it. Thank God it wasn't him that was the uh the abuser, not that I wish there were any abusers, but uh, man, we don't, we don't need right, another incident right. like, um, uh, was it Hector Oliveira, whatever his name was, that was here for like two seconds? Uh, okay,
1: can, can, can I go down a rabbit
0: hole for a little bit? Yeah, go ahead, man. It's your show.
1: Why, why did we trade Alex Wood for him?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think that was, uh, 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 well, I, I'm going blank on the guy's name now. Uh, John Hart. I think that was I think that was John Hart's move. Even though I think I think Coffee was the general manager then, but um, I never I didn't understand that. That was maybe someone that John Hart was in love with and wanted to have on this team, and uh, obviously it was a horrible move, and, um, and and we got rid of at that time one of our better prospects. And uh, you know he he's kind of been okay here and there. I don't I don't even know where he's playing at now. I'm going blank on his name now. But uh, yeah, that was um, I can't remember. Really bad trade. Really bad trade. But
1: uh, yeah, the the one I I just remember Alex Wood because like he was from Georgia, and then when he got to the brand, it was impressive. And I was like, I was excited to have a Georgia guy on the team. But oh
0: yeah, man. All in all, he was still was good. Sure
1: yeah, I mean, um, I'm with think you. He's still doing okay, but I think he's back with Los Angeles now.
0: Yeah, I think, I think so. Yeah, I think he started back with that's Los Angeles. Friend. I was, I was kind of hoping the Braves would have uh, tried to sign him again, but they didn't. And that's another guy, Felix Hernandez. Uh, kind of see what he does. He was looking good in spring training, and um, I really, I'm excited to see him as well. I, yeah, I, I hope he does well. I, I really, I want him to. Be successful as a Brave. Why? I don't. I don't really understand if any Brave fan actually roots against a Braves player, which makes no sense. But I know they do, because they got to argue about something.
1: Uh, I If you're a Brave, I'm going to pull for you no matter what. I don't care who you are.
0: Yeah, uh, unless your name is Hector. Mike
1: Minor Comes to mind about <laughs> impressive to me about that time uh, when Alex.
0: Yeah, he was,
1: and he was a Vandy product
0: yeah so, yeah and then you had a uh, uh beachy beachy was the guy that man I thought he was gonna be great, but the, just the the injuries he uh, just messed up his i don't i don't even think that he's i don't even know if he's pitching anymore but uh man you had beachy then,
1: I, haven't, um, I haven't heard his name lately
0: yeah i don't i don't know what he i don't know I, know I mean, he don't know like what injuries but do what On that team?
1: Or was he older? You tell
0: me, Hanson might have been around that time. Um, might have been a little bit before. I think that might have been a little before. Uh, I think Hanson was. I remember Hanson coming up. I, dude, I I thought he was going to be an ace. He, he he His stuff was nasty when he first came up. Oh,
1: yeah. Um. Kind of seems like uh, the Braves like the Vandy products because they've got they've uh, Dansby, they've had Kyle Wright, uh, Mike Miner.
0: Well, yeah, Vandy Vandy produces some of the best players, man. I'm telling you right now, Kumar uh, Kumar Rocker will probably be oh, yeah. next year's number one pick. There's no way the Braves will be able to get him, but uh, he's he's going to be another big one coming out of there.
1: He's a beast, yeah. I've heard.
0: Yeah, he is. Um,
1: so, merging topics, um, you've talked about your card collection on your show, and you've talked about how you have a huge collection. Um, if you could pick one, one or your top top five or top ten favorite or most prized cards that you have, what what do you think they would be?
0: Um, I, I, I got, I, ha, I have one Ronald Acuna Jr. autograph card with, uh, with, uh, mm-hmm. like the, the game used material and it. it. it's not one of the higher end cards. Um, but it's still, I mean, the cards that I, my, I probably my favorites are the autograph cards. So, um, I have an Acuna Jr. Mm-hmm. card. And then uh, another one I just got recently was a Juan Soto um, autograph card. And uh, that's that's up there, too. And then I have a Fernando Tatis Jr. I think it's a Doc Press autograph card. It's not, you know, it's nothing crazy expensive, but I, it, it's, you know, some people collect to, or, or, or buy to resell and try to make a profit. I don't really do that. I want. I just want to have it. So I'm not looking at like, okay, I got a right. top of the line card here, but like autograph, autograph wise, I'll say Acuna, Soto, Tatis. I just got a, a, a Vlad Lagro Junior autograph card, and then um, nice. I I have a Pete Alonso autograph card. So those those might be my top ones. Um, and then there's certain guys that I just kind of collect. Right now I'm on a big Griffin Codine uh, collection. He's a prospect with the Blue Jays. He's Jeff Codine's son. Go figure, the Blue Jays, you know, have a baseball player's son. They're loaded with the young talent. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I got one Boba Bichette. I, the, the thing about trying to get some of these guys is trying to hit on them before they make it big that's what I did with Peter line so I got one of his cards and maybe for twenty dollars now it's worth over hundred and then uh, I got one bobaette card that I probably spent 15 twenty dollars on and that um, uh, but yeah I, I, like I've got a big collection of drew waters I did the same thing with Jack Flaherty I collected a bunch. I think I got like well a bunch. I say a bunch, but it's like fifteen. I think I have fifteen of his <laughs> auto cards, um, and all of his cards are going on. I wouldn't out. tell Braves Twitter. I man. know a lot of they're not very fond. Of yeah, them, I know. Flaherty. I know. That's what I was gonna say, man. They hate <laughs> Jack Flaherty, but I would promise you would love to have him pitching on the Braves. The guy is the guy's really good. he yeah. going to be good. Granted, yeah, pissed me off. If he hit Acuna, but. Um uh, yeah he's it, it, I know you Can you imagine like that high thing? school team with him? yes,
1: I've got a well, okay, so when I was a kid, I had a huge i had two notebooks full of cards, and two or three packs, and I got out of it there for a while, and then. When me and my wife started going back to the Rome games, I started collecting the minor league cards. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of cool to collect those. Because um, um, one day, those guys are making it big, and you're, you you could be like, I had their card when they were career. I mean, I got everybody that started the season last year with Rome, their card. Um, And then I have – I think I have a Colby Allard card. Yeah. And I can't remember the others. But I found a Braden Shoemake and Chey Langolier's card at a store in Pigeon Forge, and I had to go – I got those. So
0: I did get those. I think I have – um uh, about three Shay Langoliers autograph cards. And um, I think I have one of Braden Shoemake. I think I have one of his autographs on a card, too. Those dudes are really cool, by the way. Yeah, that's it's cool. Really cool um, guys, really friendly. The guy, what I was looking forward to, if he was playing with the Braves, or Rome Braves uh, this season, if there were minor league baseball, is who I was talking about. Uh, earlier is Bryce Ball because um if you look up his 20 now it's 2020 uh, I think it's um Bowman his autographs it's like he only has one autograph card I think right now it is really expensive for mm-hmm. uh for what he is right now I was like wow I, I I'm not gonna pay that money right now I was hoping to see him at a Rome Braves game and get his autograph but uh it's funny because you'll type in Bryce mm-hmm. Ball autograph and it always pulls up Bryce Harper baseball autographs. So I'm like, no, that's not what I want. I want uh, baseball. Oh, come on. <laughs> but
1: um, um, I actually sat next to his. Um, I actually, me and my wife actually sat next to his uh, house. Um, the person that he lives with. His
0: roommate. While he's yeah. in Rome. No, the, oh, yeah. the host okay,
1: family. Sure. Me and my wife actually sat next to his host family, and we got to talking to them. And after that, I, um, after the game, I went over and got his signature and talked That's to him cool. for a little bit. And he, he was a really friendly was, guy as well. That was kind of like um, um,
0: uh, last season when the, when the uh, Mississippi Braves gave Chad Duga. I, I, my son and I went down there, and Drew Waters came up and autographed a card for my son and then Drew's mom was standing right there, and I wound up talking to her for like 10 or 15 minutes for, um, you know, just uh, about stuff, and, and it was really cool. Uh, she was really nice, and, and Drew was, was cool too with us.
1: He didn't grow up too no, far from us.
0: Um, yeah, that's, yeah, I think even the woodstock. said. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's where she said they live. Mm-mm. That's not too far from us. <clears throat>
1: um I know this isn't baseball related but I'd have to say my favorite prize possession card out of all the cards I have right now is a Ja Morant draft card. Okay. Um the rookie point guard from uh, Memphis from Murray State.
0: Yeah, okay, I got you.
1: Uh I don't know. you've seen on Twitter I don't I'm pretty sure you've seen on Twitter that I'm a huge Murray State slash Memphis fan oh, because okay. of him. Well, I was a Murray State fan before yeah. before Ja. But I'm a Memphis fan that's because cool. of Ja. <clears throat> um I know it's not based on that's that's my favorite card so far. I mean I mean I love all my cards. Don't get me wrong. But uh yeah, that's my and, favorite um, card.
0: Um uh, uh, and I've also kind of collected some autographed baseballs. I got like the big, the big three. I got uh, Glavin, Maddox, Smoltz autographed baseballs too. And then um, uh, of course Del Murphy stuff. And I got a Phil Negro autograph. My my mom actually got it for me because uh, he was doing an autograph wow. signing in person. And then I've been doing, um, I've been collecting Hall of Fame baseball play Hall, Hall of Fame baseball baseball card autos also and um, you know obviously I'm not going to be able to afford guys like Babe Ruth and Luke Garrick so I've got quite a bit of a collection so far I added another uh, baseball autograph card to the collection today with uh, a Bob Feller autograph that I bought at the baseball card store Um, but yeah I got a lot of those like Reggie Jackson and uh, Don Sutton, Dennis oh, Eckersley, wow. Paul Molitor, man, I, I have a ton of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, which which has been kind of a new fun um, thing to do.
1: You remember? Um, can't remember what year it was, but they had the Hall of Fame bobbleheads for Co- Bobby Cox, Greg Maddox, and Tom Gladden.
0: I don't know. I don't know if I remember that. They were go, go I out at
1: the breath um i got all i have all three of them and that's another cool uh one of my favorite things that that i've collected that's that's something else Um, i don't
0: you know some folks are into is collecting bobbleheads and uh i mean they get a little pricey though but um that that'd be something else you know of course the wife uh, loves all my crap I got already, so you know she'd be like, "Heck no, you ain't collecting bobblehead." <laughs> uh, my my best bobblehead <laughs> though is my Pee Wee Herman bobblehead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah,
1: I got. A um, I got a Swamberston bobblehead.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I remember those. I got a Swamberston um, bobblehead that. <laughs> it was hilarious. I got I got a Dansby uh, Swanson uh, bobblehead. Um, that's my son's favorite player, so uh, so we kind of we kind of collect some Dansby stuff here and there. I just got on eBay a couple of days ago, I bought another um, Dansby autograph baseball card, and then I picked up which it'll be my third Austin Riley uh, autograph card too. Uh, once that's shipped to me. Oh wow. Um, I
1: go to church with uh, a guy or a family, and their uh, son played travel ball with Danby
0: oh, in high school. Cool. My um, my neighbor across the street. Uh, uh my, he um, I was gonna mention because we are talking about Vanderbilt. So my neighbor across the street, he, he's actually a pitcher at uh, ten, uh, Tennessee Tech. And, um, Ooh. Uh, So his, their their pitching coach is uh, Kyle Wright's brother, of course, Kyle Wright from Vanderbilt. But um, he was oh, wow. I was talking to him one day. I was like, "Oh, dang, I, I didn't know that. That's pretty cool." So that's that's their pitching coach. They're
1: uh, they're they were one of the best. I think they actually made oh, it yeah,
0: man. to
1: deep into the colour. Oh, they, yeah, they had a
0: first, baseman, he, first that was – He was a powerhouse. Yeah, I, I know a lot of those guys got drafted. That's um my my neighbor, he was he's he's uh, he he's a pitcher on the team. He was he was pitching he pitched one of those games and of course I, I missed it and um by the time I think uh, I don't know he he got pulled out by the time I saw the game was on I was like dang okay and uh, unfortunately he he had surgery so I guess it works out because there's really no season so he's recovering um, but yeah right. that's that's pretty cool uh, he told me that I was like oh okay I, I didn't know and Kyle Wright's brother's not really old so but uh, he's he's a pitching coach
1: man that's pretty cool. Um. So, I've got five rapid-fire questions
0: for you. All right, man. Sounds, sounds good. Um,
1: favorite animal or, or favorite favorite pet?
0: Dog. It's gotta be a
1: dog. Are you a big dog person or a little
0: dog person? Um, like as in size. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I. I'm, right now we have a bigger dog but growing up we're well not growing up but earlier in my 20s we had at one point i had three miniature dachshunds and then a, and then a much that was small <laughs> so i got i really like miniature dachshunds they're really they're really good dogs um but you know being a man you're kind of like man i want a manly dog i don't want like this weenie little weenie dog literally <laughs> um and uh so we, we got, a. I kind of would probably say bigger dogs, but, uh, you know, it's kind of crazy. I used to hate cats. I'm allergic to cats usually, and I just I never <laughs> liked cats. And my wife came home a couple years ago, and she's like, I got a surprise. I'm like, what? And she presented me with a kitten. I was like, are you kidding me? She's like, uh, oh, yeah, we got two of them. She got a brother and sister cat, uh, cats. <laughs> And I was like, I'm allergic to cats. You're going to have to take them back. And the craziest thing, I have no allergies to them. They're like the coolest laid back cats. Cause most, you know, cats sometimes are bipolar Aww. and it kind of mm-hmm. hit me. I was like, you know, cats are pretty, I like cats now they're self sufficient. You know, you don't have to take them out and they don't have to rely on you too much where, where dogs are super needy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like cats now. I never would have thought I would say that. But, yeah, I still have to go with dogs.
1: I'm a dog person, and I want a dog that will be able to run with me if she wants to. And little dogs mostly can't run with me. So no, I, uh, Yeah. My wife's, my wife's bulldog slash uh, pit mix, I don't think she's fully that but she ru- she runs with me when i'm out at my in-laws
0: okay and then her
1: daughter is here with us at our house and she looks like a husky and a corgi but she's not
0: yeah yeah that makes sense man you want it you, you can't really take a cat on a run that'd be really weird <laughs> Joel. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I know it went out for a second. Sorry, my phone. My phone glitched. That's okay. So, yeah. uh,
1: Husky, but she looks like it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. Favorite pitch. If you could pitch if you were a pitcher, what would your favorite pitch be?
0: Man, I'd love to have a nasty slider. I think, uh, uh, you know, you could have a great fastball and, and really have a, a fast fastball, obviously, but major league hitters, they're going to time it up. They're going to, and I think if you can fool them with uh, just a nasty slider, man, you know, I'd probably go with that.
1: Uh. I've got a I'll I'll be sitting there watching T V with my wife and I'll be throwing the baseball into my glove just over and over again. And she's like, One day you're gonna miss. <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't, haven't missed yet.
0: <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Um, we'll see.
1: One of these days I will. <laughs> she'll she'll hold it over my head. Um If you were to have a pregame. Hmm.
0: I'd probably do something simple, like a peanut butter and honey sandwich. Because uh, I'd be, I, you know, especially with Atlanta, if you're pitching with all that heat and you got a full stomach, man, I'd probably throw up. I'd be like, oh, God, I shouldn't be a, a big Ooh, yeah. <laughs> but I think something that would hopefully hold you for a little bit, maybe a couple peanut butter jelly sandwiches um or honey sandwiches or something I, I i can't remember what ball player it is that that's like his he eats it before every game he pitches um i don't know if it's faulty or, or someone i remember hearing but uh i'm like simple don't you know nothing too heavy on on the stomach but uh but you know if we're talking about after game food it would be totally different so yeah that's where i that's where i think i'd go
1: okay okay well- what would your average?
0: Uh, whatever. <laughs> Shoot, I don't know. I guess uh, something good and filling. I don't know, man. That's, uh, um, maybe some uh, fried shrimp, steak, baked potato, a couple rolls. Nice. You know, good diet food. Nice. <laughs> of course. Yeah.
1: If you could be any superhero, what would you be? Uh
0: Superman. Or who would you be? Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd be Superman. Superman. I mean, okay. I mean, you you have all. You can fly. You can uh, run fast. You can. You're bulletproof. Uh, you can. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, no one's got kryptonite. So. so.
1: Um. My superhero would be Daredevil.
0: Well, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, I, I could understand that. <laughs> um, and the
1: final question is, um, well, first of all, do you drink?
0: Occasionally, yeah, a little bit.
1: Okay. Um, if you're going to have a beer at a baseball game, what would it be?
0: Hmm. Could I could I make it uh could I make it like a, a liquor instead? <laughs> or like yeah. you know, I I uh I like um lately what I've had a drink, I've kind of been drinking I'm really not a big drinker, but uh know, like Jack Daniels but a flavored a flavored Jack Daniels, but I've kind of got a little cheaper. I think it's Evan Williams or, or, or Evan something. And they have a cherry. It's a cherry mm-hmm. flavored, um, like uh, like a Jack Daniels kind of beverage. But uh, uh, I kind of been drinking that. But you know, the, it sound a lot of people. I I don't like dark beer. I can't. I can't. I can't do it, man. So I'm kind of more like uh, not very cool. The Budweiser stuff. I like. Um, uh, oh gosh, I'm go, I'm going blank on the. I, I've been really been I've been wanting to try the the Jeff and Core blueberry beer, man, because uh, I like stuff like that. That sounds pretty good. I have too. I've heard that's really good. Yeah, and I, I heard him in an interview. I think he said that um, that's going to be coming to some stores at some point. Uh, so if I if I run across it, I I'd like to, you know, I'd definitely like to, you know, try it. Uh, if I go to a Braves game at some point. You know, I'll pick some up out out there at the the tap, and...
1: that should be awesome. Um, I'm a. It depends on what season it is for me. If it's the winter, I'm a dark beer guy. If it's the summer or the spring, I'm a IPA or a sour kind of guy.
0: Yeah so I, I i like the um, flavored beer man i like uh like the the sour apple beer flavor too um i don't know kind of, I, I and then i just like regular beer i could you know i could drink budweiser and be totally fine i know a lot of people are like oh what budweiser or or whatever but uh <laughs> man sometimes you know you just have that craving you 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 go out there you cut in the grass or something and you're all hot and sweaty you're like god i just want a beer even though that's really not going to quench your thirst uh mm. <laughs> um but uh yeah yeah that's kind of just i can't do the dark beer though man i i just have never been able to to just enjoy that that taste
1: um terrapin has a watermelon sour that's i, I really like it um yeah that sounds good kind of that kind of flavor
0: yeah i'll try that for sure
1: so um wrapping up uh do you have any questions for me um and nothing is off the earth anything is on the table i like i got i've nothing offends me so nothing on well, any i mean anything's
0: I I, I I probably heard you discuss it, but uh, how much can, can you see, or how, how is, how does that work for you, or do you have to use any kind of device, uh, like a walk, or a cane, not a walking cane, but a, a cane, or, you know, what, what do you see, because I kind of asked this to my wife, she wears glasses, and, and I, I, I don't, I've never worn glasses, and, you know, I've never really kind of understood you know, like, what do you, what can you project or see? But, uh, and I'll ask her that sometimes. So, I, you know, I kind of would ask you that.
1: Um, I see colors and shapes, just not very detailed. Mm-hmm. Like, I if you were walking toward me, I could tell there was something on your shirt, but I couldn't read it. Um, I might be able to tell what color, the closure you got. The way I tell people is, if I'm running... I can tell good I can see good enough to stay out of the way of traffic and stay out of the grass. Yeah. If I, if I need to get in the grass, I can get in yeah. the grass, but I can see the yellow line and I can see the edge of the grass.
0: So, so I get, uh, can that's you, I can can you see details <laughs> of people's faces or is it kind of just there?
1: If I get really close to you, I can see like your eyes, your nose, your mouth, but I can't tell like if you're smiling, or not much else than the way your eyes, nose, and mouth are.
0: Okay. Yeah, and, that, and it's so interesting that you, you're you're into running, which is uh, kind of something you feel like you would. You obviously have to rely on sight uh, to obviously not run into the side of a house or something. Uh, so I'm I'm sure that's got to be challenging at times.
1: It gets sketchy sometimes, but I can stay on the road and stay out
0: of traffic the best for the most part. Yeah, that's probably best. You probably don't want to get out in traffic. <laughs> I just like no, I I
1: stay out of off the busy roads. I just like being outside and being in being physically active outside. Like a lot of people like the traffic. I just can't.
0: Yeah. I've never been into running. I just uh, never. I've never really enjoyed it too much. It, it, it's 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 a good accomplishment when you're done. You're like you, you feel very accomplished. You feel good because you know I have ran in the past. Nothing mm-hmm. even close to what you do, man. So props, props to you for for doing that. But okay. uh, uh, so when do you, when you go to games, do you have to rely on someone kind of telling you what's going on? Or, or I know, I mean, at least with an MLB game, you could probably bring your phone or the MLB app and kind of listen to it as it's going on, even though it's a little delayed. Uh, but how does that work for you?
1: Well, if I go to the Rome games, my wife can tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I can, if I'm close enough to the field, I can tell where the runners are by sound. Um, and I can tell how the ball's hit or where it's hit by sound, by how it comes off the bat. Yeah. Now, sometimes I'm wrong.
0: Do you feel like um, you feel like your hearing is probably more adequate than most people that, because uh, uh, you kind of probably have to use it more, and, and you're probably more skilled with it because you have to rely on it more than per, a person that's also. Using their their visual cues and everything, you feel like that kind of kind of like having that superhero thing. Maybe you got a little bit of super hearing.
1: <laughs> um. Somewhat, but then I technically have a hearing loss in my left ear.
0: Oh okay. Um. At least that's but what I you adapt. Tell your wife when she's but I adapt to you. that. By- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's why I turn my right ear to her all the time. Yeah. Because that's the ear I hear better out of. It's kind of funny. Um, All, everything that goes wrong with me is on my left side of my body. Like, I've broken or sprained my fingers, two fingers on my left hand. I broke my left collarbone. I had a stress fracture in my left shin and my left left foot. And my left eye and my left ear are the lazy ones.
0: Man, you got to get your left (laughs) side together. It's kind of, I know, Right. Um man
1: this is this is a lot of fun, dude. Like I and I, I thanks for stepping out of on a whim and being the guinea pig for my first interview.
0: <laughs> hey man, no problem. Yeah, just uh uh you know, I will I'll post it up on Twitter at uh at high underscore and underscore insight. So um uh, I'll post the link on there once you know I just Hit, hit me up with a link and when you get it posted and, uh, man, I, I'm honored, man. I appreciate you asking me. I know, um, I know there's a lot going on right now and everybody and their brother has decided to start a baseball podcast for some reason with no baseball. And, um, and, and it kind of sucks in a way. I, I don't mind that, people it, but sometimes, you know, toes get stepped on and, uh, um, It just uh, it can be a little frustrating because it it is it is tough to get people motivated to do things like listening to a podcast or leaving a review. You you know, you would think, okay, this it takes you one minute to do it. And I keep you keep asking people to do it. And and uh, just trying to, you know, uh, try to, you know, I want to put out a good quality show. I don't uh, you know, I'm a baseball show and that's what I'm going to talk about. And uh, you right. know, other baseball podcasts out there uh, don't really have baseball to talk about, and they're talking about everything else. And and I don't want to be that. That's not who I am. And uh, everyone enjoys something different, but right. uh, I, I love base uh, baseball, and I hope my passion for it comes out while I talk about it. And I and i it, it makes my day that people like you listen to the show, and um, it's it's very encouraging. And uh, as long as I I have a couple of people wanting to listen to me, I want to do it, man. And it's been a lot of fun It's opened up really some doors that have been awesome.
1: Well, your passion is evident for the game. My thing is I just want to talk to people, talk to interesting people, Mm. and have conversations with people. Um, I mean, I'll talk to – I want to get – Chelsea from Dugout Dish and Region One Sports on here. I even want to get those guys on here, and they're not even baseball or Georgia yeah. related.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, so. you can kind of open it up with with your guests. and because you know what I what I wanted to do was um, have outside guests come on the show, which I've I've done, but because in in the inner circle of the Braves podcast is paying people coming on the shows on everyone's shows. And, you know, that I, you introduced me to Chelsea Ladd and Dugout Dish, thankfully. And I got her on the show right away. <laughs> and I've had her on the show, what, four or five times now. And then um, I just had my, yeah. my other guest. Um, uh, then I had, like, someone really cool that I've been wanting on the show is Cassidy McMahon, who's who put some really good stuff out on Twitter. And, um, you know, I had her on the show, and she blew me away with, the knowledge that she has. I'm sure you're familiar with Cassidy, um, on, on Twitter. Uh, She's impressive. Yeah. She's super intelligent, super intelligent young lady. And I'm actually going to have her, the the plan right now. I'm going to bring the around the horn segment back, uh, for the next episode. I'm going to have her and Jeff Donahue come on the show and kind of have a, you know, a three, three person, (laughs) uh, discussion for the questions. And, um, I just had uh, uh, y- another young lady, Bridget. Um, I'm, trying mix up, I'm trying to mess up her last name, but, uh, but okay. yeah. And, okay. um, you know, that was fun. But then going to folks like getting Paul Bird on the show was unbelievable. And, um, and then I had uh, yeah, that was awesome. Berry. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it, unfortunately, the problem is, too, you invite a lot of people on the show and you never hear back from them and it, it's tough it, it's tough sometimes yeah but yeah, if there's anything i can ever right. do to help you just, get things going man I'm, I'm all about helping you so anytime let me know
1: i appreciate it it's been a blast listening listening to your shows and having you on here and uh maybe
0: we can meet up at a Braves game or a rome game oh, yeah, we're not too far from each other Definitely, man. Uh, I guess it'll have to be next year, but uh, hopefully, we can do that. Most definitely. Well, yeah.
1: I like again. I thank you for this, and I appreciate it. And if you want to pub your Twitter and show again, you can go. You can do that if you wish. Yeah, you want.
0: The, the High and Inside podcast. Uh, you can find it on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on a bunch of other uh, media outlets. Uh, Uh, podcast outlets i should say but uh i'm on twitter at high underscore and underscore inside i um you know if you want to send a message or anything you know i'm i'm pretty pretty responsive and uh i have a facebook group but it's not really that active twitter's more that the active uh um social media platform i use so um yeah i think that, that that pretty much covers it uh just yeah, just check out the Higher and Inside podcast. Talk about baseball and talk about the Braves, and try to try to educate people about some of the cool stuff that's happened within baseball history, and talk about current stuff too. Uh, even though that's been kind of limited lately, um, but I, I, I try to I try to I'll try to step away. I don't want to be lumped in uh, as the same as other podcasts that kind of give you the same information and. And, um, you know, I, I like to, I, am definitely ADD and, uh, my mind is always racing and I'm always thinking of new ideas. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that for the show. Okay. I want to do that now this new segment. Uh, so, and, and then of course I do the, the Braves Facebook, uh, social media hot takes, which has been fun to do because, <laughs> uh, there's some ridiculous stuff.
1: Those are hilarious. Just people that you... Oh, gosh. I just, I'm just... i running sometimes to those, and I just start laughing hysterically.
0: Yeah, it's awful. I used to really get mad about it, but now I'm, like, actively searching the really bad, stupid takes that people post on Brave's Facebook groups. And uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, here's a good one. I am definitely talking about that one. Now, you know, it gives me something fun uh, to to talk about there with that where it used to just make me mad of how idiotic uh, people are on on Facebook.
1: True, very true. Well, Joel, it's been fun. Um, you have been listening to the Untamed Adventures of the Blind Donkey Runner. This is the Blind Donkey Runner saying have a blessed day. And this is the Blind Donkey Runner, out.
0: Peace.